0: Right, welcome to the Redeem the Dream podcast. This is episode number 16. Before we get started, I'd like to thank our sponsors, the Wayne Consulting Group, and also Grant Meyer, the legit financial advisor in the Louisville area with uh, uh, Northwestern Mutual. I uh, appreciate your support. If you're needing need of any kind of financial services, hit him up, and uh, he'll take good care of you. Other than that, we're going to go straight into our episode today. We got a, a very special treat for you guys. Um, this is Dan Mars, by the way redeem the dream podcast for sure and today with us is zach hoskins out of orlando florida how you doing zach
1: i'm doing well thank you for having me on the show
0: oh for sure for sure man so if you haven't heard of him uh you, you should you know zach is the only I, would, I from what i from what i know the only uh athlete ever uh with one hand to play major division one basketball i think there's a couple other guys that play d1 but no one in the sec i think that you were the only one that's ever done that at the university of florida so um that's something to hang your hat on right there man That's amazing and uh I I see. yeah yeah i can kind of share your story just a little bit just growing up what some of those challenges were how you got into basketball and when you kind of realized hey man i could i could be good at this despite my you know so-called handicap
1: absolutely um for the listeners out there who've never heard my story before like dan said my name is zach hodskins i'm 23 years old but uh, i was born uh, in lexington kentucky uh born with one hand uh, missing the bottom half of my lower forearm on the left side um just like an umbilical cord reaction uh nothing i anybody could prevent just uh, maybe god's way of my life um but growing up, I have always very athletic, uh, you know, hanging out with the kids in the neighborhood, climbing trees, riding bikes, riding scooters with one hand. Uh, nothing ever really held me back. You know, I just fell in love with sports at a young age and uh, fell in love with basketball specifically. Took it really far, you know. I talked to my dad when I was little, telling him about how I wanted to play in high school, wanted to play in the collegiate level. And, uh, you know, there was no doubt in his mind. There's no doubt in my mind. We just worked for it, you know, kind of put our heads down and, you know, Blocked out anybody who doubted that maybe and just kind of went for uh, our goal that we set Um, Through a lot of hard work and uh, a lot of commitment, you know, we were able to achieve that goal Um, It was a tough road, but you know having one hand has also put a lot of blessings in my life So I'm very blessed to be in the position. I am and I'm happy about what I've done. Absolutely
0: That's amazing man uh, when you were younger and first started out, were there a lot of coaches that doubted you? Um, I know your dad, your parents never doubted you, but just coaches growing up that kind of thought, oh, no, nah, this dude's never going to really play past elementary school probably or something like that. Or, or did you yeah, never really doubt? I think it's funny, like you know, being 12,
1: 13, you know, being that young, you um, you know, I don't. I don't think uh, a coach or anybody that old would ever say it to my face. Uh, you know, maybe to, to my dad behind the behind the scenes, technically. But when when I started to try out, when I went to these tryouts in front of these coaches, I never said anything. I never told them I was coming. I never told them about my disability. I just kind of showed up and played, and kind of let my uh, my competitiveness and my hard work and what I had, what I call confidence in myself, uh, let that play out, and I uh yeah i don't think i don't think I ever did not make a team
0: <laughs> for real you never got cut anywhere oh, yeah
1: no man like i'm sure there were some eyes but i'm telling you after that like second or third play that you see me in i just started blending in um the, i don't think the hand has any issue i can catch dribble move just like anybody else and i can flat out shoot it so i just believed in that i didn't get scared about uh you know, showing up in front of kids that were trying out, showing up in front of coaches that saw me trying out. I just went for it and just believed in myself and, you know, preparation's key. So I always just went for it. And I'm sure, I'm sure there were some behind the scenes talks with my dad and the coaches, um, but they never doubted me. Um, I'm sure there were some doubters, but I, I I made it through through my hard work. Absolutely.
0: That's amazing, man. So fast forward to uh, kind of the end of your high school career. You mean you were at a major high school averaging 16 17 points a game did that surprise anybody how did, how'd did you do that how'd you even do that it's
1: <laughs> funny man i'm telling you like, it's all about keeping your head down and not listening you know like I, I just i just loved basketball and i love my teammates and my coaches and my passion uh i didn't the world's so strange, man. You know, there's so many things that could possibly happen if you just really work at it. And I always believe that from a young age. And it's very true for anybody listening. It's true. Like, if you hear people say you can't do it, it's not true. It's only impossible until you make it, in, you know, not impossible. Like, you can do it. So I, I just kept my head to the grindstone. Um, my teammates always believed in me because they knew my skills. Um, they knew my shooting ability and uh, they got me open, man. I could shoot it, man. I knocked down some shots for my teams. That's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I see you. That's I see it, you, man. That's it. No, there's definitely some chatter, absolutely. You know, I was, I think my biggest fans are moms. You know, moms watching their kids, moms coming to see their cheerleaders, um, you know, at the games that just happened to come across my path. And uh, they always come up to me after the games and, and kind of tell me that I was an inspiration for them and their child and to keep going. And that was my motivation, which was unbelievable. I think that's a gift from God and in my eyes, um, something I will always cherish. For
0: sure, man. So can you kind of share how you ended up at the University of Florida? Because, I mean, it's one thing to average 15, 16, 17 points in high school. It's a whole nother thing to go Division One, and then it's a whole nother thing to go in a major conference. And to yeah, do it with absolutely. one hand. So yeah, can you kind of share how that happened and how that came about?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's other factors that play in the basketball, and especially getting to collegiate level as in academics um, and also just having a good uh, – I don't want to say personality. Um, just being a good person, you know, like continue to be a good teammate, um, a leader on the court. Coaches see that. It's not all about scoring. It's also just about, you know, being confident, um, helping your team, and academics as well played into the part of me being able to go to a d1 school like that uh, it's all a blessing but it's also all hard work um you know i got to play in a, on some good aau teams we traveled all summer since i was probably a freshman or eighth grader uh, we played in front of a ton of college coaches of tough games and it's all about performance based you know you get in front of the right coach at the right time at the right place you can be seen by anybody but it's all about preparation for that moment and um you know, that moment was handed to me when I was a junior, summer of my junior year, playing on an AAU team. I got seen by uh, John Pelfrey. He was the assistant coach for Florida at the time. It's was probably 2012, 2013. Okay. Um, you know, he saw me play, had a good game and he came up to me after the game. He said he liked my passion, he liked my leadership, and he liked my skills on the court and offered me my spot on the team. That's how it all happened,
0: man. Okay. And then once you got to got to the school, was it all you, it was cracked up to be? Did you have some challenges there with the, with teammates, maybe thinking you're less than because of your situation, or um, or would you say it was a, a great experience?
1: Um, it was a great experience. I, I mean, you know, I'm going to was, Florida, yeah. I have to say, I think we were ranked. I know we were ranked top ten. I believe we were ranked top five my freshman year. I'm not gonna lie. So, going into there, there were McDonald's All Americans on my team. And uh, to see somebody with one hand, you know, they're used to playing the, against the best competition. Um, not to say I'm uh, not the best competition, but to say maybe a different type of competition, <laughs> different type of player. It kind of, I think it did. They had a little uh, shock at first. But once they see me play like anybody, just for a couple minutes, um, I think most of those uh, doubts drop go out the window and they accepted me for who I was and every, we all hit it off, man. It was a great experience in my, in, my, in my opinion. I wouldn't trade it for the world.
0: You got to play in front of a ton of people, huh? You said you, you played at Rap Arena twice. I mean, those are right. like childhood dreams for most people, you know, and state dreams.
1: <laughs> you know, the, the one... Yeah, I got the – we traveled so much. You know, I'll tell you a funny story. I remember we were traveling so much one week for uh, basketball, just going to different states, state, state, like maybe three states in one week. And uh, probably the third state we got to, me and my buddy Dorian Finney-Smith, who's playing for the Mavericks now, me and him are standing in the elevator in uh, Kansas City, I believe. We're going up this elevator to our rooms at night, and he just looks at me, and he goes, Yo, Z, man, what state are we in? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, homie, I have no idea. (laughs) We traveled so much, dude. It was a great experience. We got to go to the Bahamas um, to play in the Battle for Atlantis my first year. That was a great experience. But uh, my teammates were so talented. Uh, It was awesome, man.
0: That's cool, man. Are you still in touch with some of those guys?
1: Absolutely. Uh, My buddy is Chris Chiosa. uh, He's been all over. He got invited to play on the USA, like, Intermediate squad or like JV squad, um, so he played against probably the best players in the NBA over this past few weeks. Um, he's been killing it. He's my man. He's a small point guard, but he's tough as nails. I still follow him, and uh, a couple of my boys like Dorian, who's playing on the Mavericks with uh, Luka Doncic, You know, yeah. So yeah. things things are awesome, man. Like those guys have really really pushed themselves.
0: That's cool, man. So what are uh, what are your goals coming up, man? Goals coming up.
1: Okay, okay. Well, you know, you know the goal is coming up here, sure. you know, I'm, I'm um kind of reinventing my basketball career trying to play uh, some professional overseas and obviously uh for those listening, Dan's helping me as my uh, agent right now to help me get over there and um you know, re- rekindle my career professionally and uh we'll, we'll, hopefully it'll take off again.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I I really think we're going to make this thing happen, man. I'm super pumped, man. I love I love seeing athletes like like you that Kind of marginalized for some reason or the other, kind of get that shot and, and just go out and do it, you know, and shine. So Absolutely. that's exciting, man.
1: Yes, that's sir. Exciting. Yes, sir. That should be Germany thing, should be coming up here in the next couple of weeks, you know. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully that will go through. And, uh, you know, we've been talking for a while here. And, you know, hey, for the listeners, me and Dan, Dan invited me to his uh, Redeem the Dream. What do you want to call it? It was a five year celebration last year the five-year celebration he had me on there as a guest speaker and got to play in front of some people so you know listeners man dan is the man it rhymes for a reason he's got a a good thing going here with redeem the dream and uh, i'm glad to be a part of it
0: man i really appreciate it man the kids still talk about you man and uh the impact you had (laughs) and just just hanging out with them dancing with them and this and that so i mean they still talk about you and talk about that experience so that was a really that 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 was awesome
1: i'm I'm not the worst dancer, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got to have some
0: rhythm, man. Oh man, that's right? That's, that's good got stuff. It. So, um, in regards to influence, man, who do you think had the had the greatest impact on you growing up? Was it you think you, you just your great relationship with your parents that kept you going, or did you have other influences? And then, um, second part of the question: What was the toughest challenge that you ever had to face? Um, due to your uh, having one hand um, situation and, and how would you overcome that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, starting with the first question, I would say, it's not to be cliche, but yeah, parents, um, you know, my dad, my dad uh, helped me realize who would be on my side in life and who wasn't. So, uh, you know, starting with my dad, he taught me how to play sports and he taught me how to uh, work hard and block out you know any negative content um but he also showed a a tunnel to other people that who would be big influences in my life you know trainers coaches um teachers you know so but it all started with my dad so i'd say my dad is number one (sighs) biggest thing to overcome with my hand just a mental mindset um not necessarily getting on the floor competitively with like refs in an actual high school or aau game but going to play like pickup in a city or something like just going to a random gym where you know people didn't know me and there was no code or you know conduct involved in the games there was just you know looking at somebody or you know seeing somebody play a little bit and being like i want that guy on my team for the moment a lot of the time people didn't want me on their team man like they just they just didn't think i could play um so being able to just uh have confidence in myself and, and be outgoing and uh, continue to fight through the adversity when people didn't want me or people didn't think I could play or people um, making fun of me or something when you know through the ages of 13 to 20 uh, it was tough but um, through that relationship with my dad I was able to get through those hard times about my hand uh, yeah
0: because I mean really God's kind of recycling that whole thing in your life and using it to create a platform for you and and you know you utilize it you know the right way Absolutely. it's, it's going to be a, a, actually an advantage not a disadvantage you know for your platform and for your future you know so right and it's, a, it's a great right. example of just taking you know the challenges and turn them into something positive into something great finding a way to turn those things into great things
1: so yeah if i could say a quick story like about pickup games i love to play pickup basketball i think it, i think it's good for people to uh get out there and be creative on the court in different ways without a coach or anything Um, but there has been moments where I tried to like ask older guys like hey can I get next with you or like can I be on your team for the next game right Um, this one guy he looked at me one day after I asked him I was probably like 16 and he had a ball in his hand and I still had my backpack on and I was like hey man can I play on your team and he just like looked at me for a couple seconds and he like took the ball he was holding And I gave me a quick chest pass, and I wasn't paying attention. So, like, I tried to catch it, but I missed the ball. So, I, like, dropped it. And he goes, you can't even catch a basketball. I don't win on my team. And I was like, okay. I didn't get mad. I just kind of let it go. And he got on and played. He ended up winning the game. So, I got to play against him the next game. And he guarded me. And I scored about every point in this game on this dude and we won and he nice. apologized to me. He did. He apologized. <laughs> yes, he did. He said, sorry. He's like, sorry, man, I didn't know. And, you know, that just that was a good life lesson for me to, uh, you know, not get upset with people, but understand that, yes, it's a different situation for me and I got to be patient.
0: Yeah, man, that's great, man. What, what advice do you have for um, younger athletes that may have a similar situation? Uh, that might be discouraged and and think that they can't uh, really accomplish their goals in life and in sports because of it. Um, What would you say to a person like that or a kid like that?
1: That idea that you have in your mind about yourself and the goal that you want to achieve, you follow that unrestrictedly. You don't listen to other outsider negative influences because as soon as you let that in your head or get that idea in your head, you're done for. You got to Create it for yourself. Continue to believe in yourself every day, no matter how hard it gets, and surround yourself with positive people who have similar mindsets. Other than that, that is the key to, to success: is believing in yourself and surrounding yourself with other influential people. Uh, if you get caught up in the wrong things, you're uh, you're done for. Or if you don't, if you stop believing in yourself, you're you won't reach your goal. You'll fall short. But if you continue to keep that uh, goal in mind, I think the, the sky's the limit for anybody. Absolutely.
0: For sure, man. Oh, man, dang! I just got inspired listening to that, man. That's
1: that's legit, right there. Yeah.
0: Good, man. <laughs> it's it's a, true. It's, it's it's so. And
1: true. it's not. I the you know, thing is, I I didn't I didn't just like hear that from anybody. Like a motivational speaker that I wrote I, That is a something that came out of my head. Something <laughs> that I've learned over the years. Um, that is very true. Um, it can be scary at times, but uh, the light is at the end of the tunnel for everybody
0: just keep going yeah man so if you are listening right now and you got some kind of struggle man take that to heart surround yourself with the right people and believe the right things right it's it's key man it's absolute key so uh coming from someone that earned the right to be heard like you it's even more powerful so i really appreciate your insight man and, and your time zach and uh that concludes our, our episode here and uh man i'd love for everybody or anyone to reach out with any feedback my email address is dan at redeem dash the dash dream.org if you have any questions for zach you can hit me up i'll pass them on and uh and uh would love to communicate and encourage uh all of our listeners in any way that we can other than that man thank you for listening and uh, we'll catch you soon. God bless. Thanks for
1: being with us, Zach. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Dan. Had a great time. Thank you. Oh, bye.